Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kent's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, it is the offseason. This is like the real offseason. Like everything is going to get quiet for at least for a month, month and a half before things get cranking up again. So um, we're trying to look ahead at next season. And look, it is a youth movement. The Spurs are pivoting to a rebuild which means a lot of these young guys are going to have to step up their game. But there's a couple of names on the roster that may have, well, they may be thrusted onto the hot seat next season. I'm talking about Lonnie Walker and Lucas Samanich. We're going to be discussing which of the two is feeling the heat more so than the other. It's kind of a versus, like Walker versus Samanich, who is going to have to step up next season. This is a big topic. I couldn't handle this alone. So I brought brought in a couple of a uh, couple of knuckleheads. That's the best way to describe. It. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, they are Joe Garcia from Two Shots Podcast and Rudy Campos from Sweep the League. Joe, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Well, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be on, and um, it's always an even better pleasure to be on with the one and only Rudy Campos. I know. Well, so uh, supposedly, Rudy, uh, back in the day, you were quite the party animal. Yeah, I was quite the party animal, and that ended uh, actually a couple of hours ago. So I'm I'm on a new path now. <laughs> um, Rudy, I got to ask you before we dive into this. It's been a while since you've been on Lockdown Spurs, but um, you're no longer with the radio show. So you're with uh, Sweep the League now. Is that correct? Like full time, right? Yeah, just basically diving full time into uh, Sweep the League, the podcast, and. A uh, pretty big announcement coming Friday regarding Sweep the League, so I'll definitely uh, tag you on it. But, yeah, it's going to be a huge announcement for Sweep the League on Friday. Awesome. Get looking forward to that. Make sure to follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast and Rudy at Sweep the League. Do it right now. Gentlemen, two guys are going to be on the hot seat next season. You got Lonnie Walker going into his fourth season. You got Lucas Samanich. Don't know what's going on with him. He's sure posting a lot of videos of him in the gym. But as we know, that is an empty gym, not real NBA. Uh, you know, we're not a real NBA game with NBA defenders. Nevertheless, I'm sorry off with you, um, Rudy, since it's been a while since you've been on. Uh, you're looking at Lonnie. You're looking at Samanich. You know, which guy are you looking at and say, you know what? I better see this guy step up next season or, or I'm done with him. You know, Jeff, it's going to be Lonnie Walker. I mean, you're going into, what, a contract season already. He wants to get that pay, that big payday. He's going to have to put up some good numbers. And, you know, you look at a guy who in 2019-2020 uh, played 61 games. Last year played 60 games. Last year he did average 11 points per game, which is up from the 6.4 he was averaging the year before. He did make some, not leaps and bounds, but he did make some good strides in the right direction. But this is a year that Lonnie needs to step up big time. I mean, we've had some high hopes coming in for him. He's definitely got to step up. He's got to make himself known in this organization and make himself real valuable in order to get that big payday. Luca, on the other hand, I mean, he's, st- he's still young. He's 21 years old. He came from overseas. He didn't get a whole lot of playing time overseas. So he's still learning to adjust to the NBA game. That's why Lonnie's on the hot seat. And your take on the gym stuff here – I get it. Lonnie's putting the work in, so is Luca. But I want to see these guys in a full video without the editing before I can make a true assessment. You're just showing me baskets made and all this other stuff. I got to see you're, the full video. You're, you're, you're thinking there's some uh, little editing magic going on for Luca not missing a, a three point shot at all so far in the offseason? <laughs> yeah, and that goes for both guys. 
Both guys are putting up some highlight reels, but I want to see the full unedited version. Give me, give me the Snyder Cut version of the uh, summer workouts. <laughs> you know, Joe, Lonnie was vocal the other day. He made it very clear that the team sees the disrespect that um, they're getting ahead of the next season, but he's going to play a large role next season. We've seen it last year, Joe, when remember when DeMar was out for a few games, personal reasons, you know, we saw Lonnie just explode, you know, back to back 20 games. He seems to be right there, but are you still looking at Lonnie to be on the hotter of the hot seat or is it still Lucas Hominich? At this point, I think Lonnie is on the hot seat. I mean, we've all seen, you know, his progression thus far. And Spurs fans, I think, have the unanimous uh, consensus on Lonnie Walker, and that is he needs to show us something. We've seen little flashes, but the the main uh, thing that I think we all have a question with Lonnie is his consistency. You know, like I said, we've seen these little flashes here and there, but we haven't seen it on a consistent basis. And, And, you know, to his credit, though, it's based on, the minutes that are available to go around now that we are not, you know, we're going to be without one, you know, uh, DeMar DeRozan and we're going to be without Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to think, okay, there's going to be more minutes to go around for one Lonnie Walker, but you know, like I said, he's got to make the most of those minutes and he's got to show us some consistency. I think the the verdict's still out on Luca, but um, we're talking about Lonnie right now. And, I think the bullseye is going to be on Lonnie. That focus of Spurs fans' eyes are going to be on Lonnie Walker this season. You know, Rudy, would you consider Lonnie the X factor next season? Going into this season, yeah. I mean, we saw the uh, the performances that we can get out of Dejounte and Derek White. We're seeing the emergence of Keldon, especially after a gold medal uh, victory over in the Olympics. This this year, it's going to be focused on Lonnie. If he can make that next step up into, you know, basically step his game up just that much more. This first team isn't going to be, you know, title contenders or even maybe a playoff contender right now, but it'll be a great step in the next direction for this team. So, yeah, I'll the focus on Lonnie. He's going to be the X factor. If he plays well, this first team can win more games than people are already talking about. Joe, are you expecting significant increases in several statistical categories for him or do you just want to see a progression like what what do you think would make you would make rudy the rest of the fan base say you know what okay he's taking the next step like do you have to see something huge from him or just something in the right direction i'll be honest this is i'm going to break it down in the simplest form that i can lonnie walker is one of the most gifted athletic guys that we have on this team as far as his athleticism and his speed. The open court, the kid's amazing. But the problem is he's not controlled. You know, for all his athletic abilities, he needs to just focus on the fundamentals of the game. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to be flashy going down the court every single time. You can go ahead and just put in two with a jumper, you know, uh, maybe knock down some of those layups that you miss a lot of. Even his dunks that are spectacular, you know, he has a lot of those. So he needs to be more controlled. Fundamentals, you know, footwork. Uh, just practicing on his shot more consistently, you know, and one of the things too is, you know, practicing on that, practicing that three point shot, you know, it, it's, he doesn't have to come out here and, and impress with, you know, 20 plus points a night. I mean, I'd be happy if the kid just, you know, is going to average just basic numbers. But one thing that I would like to see him, uh, let's say an increase on is going to be his assist. 
You know, he's only averaging 1.7 assists for the 2020-2021 season. You want to see that kind of go on the uptick a little bit more, you know, because mm-hmm. um, that means that he's be, he's getting his teammates involved and he's looking for the open man, you know, and I want to see him, you know, be a little bit more uh, consistent when it comes to that as well, because we know that without a bona fide star, we're going to need the team to play great fundamental basketball. And sometimes that's just getting back to basics, practicing your shot, practicing your footwork, you know, just dribbling the ball up and down the court. Lonnie's biggest thing it's just control. Just learn control. If he can be more controlled, it's going to help him uh, be more consistent overall. So sometimes you just got to look at the simple things. And I think that's what Lonnie needs to do. And, you know, like I said, Jeff, don't want to see those crazy numbers, just a little bit more consistency. Rudy, what about yourself? What would make Rudy Campos say, you know what? He is off the hot seat. Doctor created, doctor recommended. I'm talking about sweat block wipes. Works up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guaranteed. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the U.S. of A. Wear what you want. Your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Look, I get it. A few things in life that aren't fun to talk about, excessive sweating is one of them. That's why you need to get yourself sweat block wipes right now. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out sweat block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and at CVS. Do it now. This is, I know this sounds too good to be true, but you only got to use sweat block once or twice a week, and it keeps you dry the whole time. Once again, 20% off at sweatblock.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning into football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, get yourself a 100% welcome bonus, and take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champs, Buccaneers, and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. I want to see, actually, the 11 points per game that he averaged last year, perfect. I don't mind that at all. That's 11 points. That's good for where he needs to be right now. What I want to see is that defense intensity. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's really quick, who's really versatile, who's really athletic, not even averaging a full steal a game. I I want to see that number improve. I want to see him hit the boards a lot more, averaging two rebounds a game. To me, for a guy as as athletic and as explosive as that, he should be he should be right around the five rebounds a game mark. Uh, you're seeing a guy that can easily grab about maybe just under a steal a game probably a steal game. I just want to see that defensive presence that I know he's capable of doing when it comes to, you know, defending um, other guys on the perimeter. But as far as points per game, you know, I'm fine with him at 11. Uh, the assist can be improvement, but 
the biggest thing of the defense for me. If he can really make himself known on the defensive side of the ball, I say re-up Lonnie Walker. No doubt about it, hands down, he needs that contract. Uh, Rudy, are you surprised the Spurs haven't made that announcement yet? Or is this you kind of don't blame the Spurs if they're taking a wait-and-see approach? No, they need to take the wait-and-see approach. I mean, you're talking about a team that's going to have a lot of money left over or actually available for next season when that huge free agency class comes out. So I totally understand why they're not, you know, saying, okay, we're going to go ahead and sign into an extension now. They want to see what they're getting out of the season. I mean, they're going into the fourth year. I believe this is going to be his fourth year, so they have uh, the team option, I believe. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't really – it's not going to be like they have to sign him right now because they still have that option. They can pick up that option and then extend him next year. But, no, no issues at all. He needs to prove his worth at San Antonio to get those big numbers. Joe, you know, you're looking back at Lonnie's three seasons in the league. You know, okay, maybe you give him a little bit of the doubt that first rookie season he got hurt. You know, that kind of derailed his momentum. But since then, you know, you're looking at a sophomore season, 61 games played. Last season, 60 games played. That's where we saw a jump in points per game. We saw a, a jump, a, a minor jump in blocks and um, as well as a rebounding. So, you know, he's making the right strides. But why do I feel, Joe, that Spurs fans expect something bigger out of him next season? Yeah, they're going to expect something bigger out of him. I mean, he was injured, you know, for one, so we didn't really get to see a lot of him, a lot out of him in his rookie season, you know. But if you look at the numbers statistically from when he first came into the league, the 2018-2019 season, he, back then, he was averaging 2.6 points a game. 2019-2020 season, 6.4 because he played more games. <laughs> and then 2020-2021 season, you see that his points went up to 11.2. While you like that, you also can notice that one uh, disturbing thing is turnovers. Well, he's not mm-hmm. averaging, you know, crazy numbers and turnovers. He's at 1.7, you know, averaging 1.7, which is relatively low. Uh, personal fouls, 1.7. It's not, you know, horrible by any means, but just little things, you know, you just want to work on, you know, turnovers that, again, goes with some of that inexperience and also learning to control things a little bit more. But, yeah, I think uh, Lonnie's definitely uh, going to have to show us, and not only us, but that Spurs front office and the coaching staff that he, maybe he warrants, you know, a, a good, healthy contract because, He's already going to be 23 years old, Jeff. I mean, this is his fourth year. He really hasn't shown us a whole lot. He's shown us something last year, which is great. Maybe he can build on that. But if we're going into the season, he's not getting a lot of minutes. What is that going to tell you? If he's just riding the bench, he might get a little disgruntled. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything does pan out. But again, once he is given the minutes, let's see if he can make the most out of them. We don't know how the season will play off. But I know that we have a lot of new faces on this team, so he's going to really have to go out there and fight for those minutes, you know, in preseason. I hate to do this to you, Rudy, but I got to ask you. It's your it's your rotation, <laughs> your your time now. So, um, how does he fall if the Spurs are still looking to tinker with the lineup as far as making a trade? Are you okay with the Spurs using him as part of a trade package, or do you still believe he's worth the investment to keep him longer? You had to put me on that kind of spot, man. I that know, man. I know. That's a hot one, man. <laughs> um, I mean, Joe, you know, feel free thing- to jump in if you need to. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be the first one to say he got to go now. If you can get something from him, <laughs> package him up and let's get something. You know? All right, Rudy, um, take it away. 
One uh, one of the things that people don't realize is the expectations of Lonnie Walker are so high because he just so happened to be the young guy drafted after we lost Kawhi Leonard. So getting a player like a Lonnie Walker who's athletic, who looked like he could play both sides of the ball, was very explosive, kind of reminded everybody, like, this is our replacement for Kawhi. And that's kind of a negative towards him in a certain way because it's like we expected too much out of him. As far as a trade goes, for the right piece, if a player like a superstar or an all-star or someone with just a silliness way ridiculously high is involved, I say no doubt. You have to make the move. I mean, you're looking at a franchise that's going to potentially struggle, especially with those first eight games on the schedule. I see a one-in-seven start potentially in those eight games. So, if you've got a move to make to better your team and Lonnie Walker's involved, I mean, you've got to make, you've got to really think long and hard about it and make that, make that move. But I mean, if you have a chance to keep him, why not keep him? I mean, he's on a rookie contract still, so it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. You have the team option, which is also beneficial. So if you don't trade him during the season, at the end of the season, he's got that team option. I mean, a lot of teams are going to be looking at it because that's a contract they can you know, use or just, hey, we'll use you for a year and you're a free agent, basically. So all in all, if you got to trade him, I'd say trade him. I mean, no disrespect to him at all. He's doing what he can right. in San Antonio. But you've got to get the pieces in place. And if to get him in place is trading Lonnie Walker, you got to make that move. Yeah, and I think that goes for, I mean, maybe not all of the, the, the Spurs roster right now. I mean, I think if it's Keldon, you know, I think I wouldn't say he's – completely untouchable but he definitely has a very expensive price tag he's a and i think that winner jeff he's untouchable <laughs> <laughs> but i mean but but i'm fine but i mean you're looking at this roster you know joe or rudy i i cannot look at lonnie for example you know say oh yeah he's gonna lead, he's gonna lead us to the promised land i can't even look at Keldon right now say that you know he's going to drive mm-hmm. us deep into the playoffs or Dejounte. You know he's going to be the next all star for this team. I, I and and lead us to the the promised land. I can't do that right now, and I think that's no. the issue with the uh, Spurs is that they don't have that guy right now. Joe, I ask you the same question. I mean, well, you pretty much answered it. You said that he's got to go if it's for the right deal, but not a Ben Simmons lo- type of deal. Not a Ben Simmons. Not a Ben Simmons type of deal. You know, you uh, talk about that ridiculous initial report, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what if what if what if Dara Mori comes off that a bit and does something a little bit more reasonable? Well, if he wants to talk in reason, then you know that might be something you can take a look at. But I mean, you would want to basically gut your whole team for that, you know, for yeah. a chance. You know, I, I understand the the type of caliber of player that Ben Simmons is. Don't get me wrong, but it's got to you know make sense for for both parties. You know, right now it's kind of outrageous the price tag but as the season gets closer maybe the season wanes on and the Sixers aren't where they want to be neither are the Spurs maybe they can start talking and seeing if a deal can be brokered and if like I said you know you package in a couple players that might hurt a little bit for somebody of you know Ben Simmons caliber if it if it makes sense then why not pull the trigger and see what can happen you know Uh, but I'm just saying I wouldn't I wouldn't say oh let's get rid of you know, most of our most of our, our our youth, you know, and some of our vets for for Ben Simmons. But hey, we can package in Lonnie, you know, maybe some some other pieces. Hey, why not? I mean, we do have some picks available that mm-hmm. might be attractive as well. So you know, mm-hmm. we, we got to do what we got to do to stay competitive, Jeff. 
This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with the ever-increasing number of makes and models and now impossible for your local chain and auto parts store to pretty pretty much stock up on all the parts you need. Look, you got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Go there right now. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't spend up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts for the, uh, well, basically from a chain store or car dealership. If you need new tail lamps, it's there. Motor oil, it's there. New carpet, it's there over at rockauto.com, which is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And those prices at Rock Auto are going to be reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on to their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection of reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. He is Rudy Campos. Follow him on Twitter, at Sweep the League. Uh, he is the host of Sweep the League. Big things are coming for his show, and we're also talking to Joe Garcia, host of Two Shots Podcast. Uh, uh, Rudy, one more question for you about Lonnie before we transition to Luca, because I think he's getting lost in, in this conversation here, is um, <laughs> he, he, do you think Spurs fans – just as a whole are already waiting for him to make the quote unquote leap. Or do you think Spurs fans are already like he is what it is? Man, you know, I think lately what we're looking at Spurs fans, it kind of is what it is. I mean, the expectation was so high for him coming in that we were like, okay, not this year. Okay. This coming year is going to be a good year. Well, it was better, but it wasn't great. This next year has got to be good. I think right now what we're seeing is not necessarily that he plateaued or he's hit his, he's hit the roof already, his high ceiling, but I think we're just expecting him already to just say, okay, he's averaging 11 points. He might average 12 or 13. How much more are we actually going to get out of him? A lot of people are not satisfied as what we're getting out of him now. So I think the expectation is just kind of steady. It's like what we get out of him is what we get out of him. He has a lot to prove. I know he did made that comment uh, yesterday saying, you know, that they still have a lot to prove. He still has a lot to prove as well. But it's got to be seen on the court. I mean, again, it's summer pickup games. It's not actual NBA games. And who's to say, you know, he's dominated the ball in the summer uh, summer pickup games. He's not going to dominate the ball in the league. So he's going to have to get away, find a way to get his shot off every now and then. Uh, but right now it's just kind of like, It is what it is, man. I don't think we're going to go in with very high expectations of him. You're going to see more higher expectations for a guy like Lucas Simonic because without any true veterans there, uh, he should be able to get a little more run than he has been. Yeah, there's no more excuses for Lonnie as far as who's ahead of him. There's Rudy Gay's gone. DeMar DeRozan is gone. So you you should see an increase in minutes for him next season, and he's going to produce. And the little sample that we saw last year, he did do that. So I'm expecting him to take the next step, but I I, I really believe he is really on the hot seat. And and Joe, if if you're Lonnie Walker, you're definitely keeping the eye on the development of Josh Primo, aren't you? Because if that kid gets going in Austin, you know, it really just shows out. Yeesh, you know, Lonnie might have some competition, huh? Yeah, Lonnie might have some competition coming up, but I mean. I think we all expect that Primo is going to wind up spending some, you know, probably a lot of time with the Austin Spurs. But if the kid, you know, really does show something, who knows? You know, anything can happen. Anything is possible. But we also do have the return of Bryn Forbes, who Mm -hmm. uh, I remember correctly, he is a shooting guard as well. So maybe, you know, Lonnie has some competition with the savvy vet and Bryn Forbes that, you know, Spurs fans love to hate, you know, so... 
we'll see what happens. Preseason is going to be interesting, uh, to say the least. Yeah. You know, nothing's yeah. going to be promised or given. You got to earn it. So he's talking already, you know, like he's going to show us something. Well, let's go ahead and see what he's got, you know? Yeah, look, it's not just Lonnie. The other uh, Spurs young bucks have been talking a lot this offseason. The moment the veterans got traded, uh, Rudy, didn't we see DeJounte Murray say, we're up, we're next, and Keldon and Eubanks and Trey Jones chime in. And then you got uh, you know, uh, Lonnie saying that the, the, the team, they see the res- disrespect. So, hey, if they're seeing it. If they want their next, quote-unquote, well, it's going to be starting very, very soon. Uh, Rudy, I want to start off with you here now and uh, talk about Lucas Ominich. You know, he is part of this discussion. Who's in the bigger hotter, hot seat, Lonnie or Luca? But the fact that we kind of shifted away from him, does that tell me a lot about what the fan base feels about him? That maybe they've given up on him? Are we at that point now, Rudy? You know, a majority of fans have given up on Luca, and it really shocks me. I, I see where they're coming from. I'm not going to lie. I do see where they're coming from. I mean, you've got a 19th overall pick, uh, top 20 pick in an NBA draft, so you're expecting him to come in, at least do some kind, not damage, but at least put up some kind of numbers and, you know, help the Spurs in any possible way. But, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's played 33 games total in his two years with the San Antonio Spurs at the NBA mm-hmm. level. You know, he was able to dominate in the G League. We saw that, no doubt about it. But for 33, I'm sorry, 36 games totally played in the NBA, that's not enough time for a guy who didn't get a whole lot of run overseas. He's a project. When you've got a project, I mean, we didn't see Dirk Nowitzki, you know, evolve until, you know, what, year three or four when he was starting to come around. A lot of these guys overseas take a little bit of time to, you know, to get their game right into the NBA style. And I think giving up on Luca right now is a total waste, in my opinion. You've got to give this guy at least another year or two before you can actually judge his game right now. I mean, he did average, what, three points per game last year, which isn't much, but it's a start. It's, what we're, it's where most rookies who are trying to adjust to the NBA game are. Three points a game, two rebounds a game. He only had nine minutes per game last season. We know that's going to increase. So I think fans probably need to just chill a little bit. Don't start judging him right now. Give him the benefit of the doubt. His role should increase this year. If his role increases, his production increases. So those three games he played in 2019-2020, where he got 16 minutes a game, he was up to five points and three rebounds a game. So the increase in minutes is going to help him develop that much quicker. Joe, do you think it's been unfair towards him? Because he's seen his... Uh, fellow young guys get the opportunity. Lonnie Walker got the opportunity. Keldon Johnson got the opportunity. Uh, Devin Vassell got one last year. You know, that was kind of a thing last year we saw among Spurs fans. Hey, Vassell, the rookie, is getting more burned than Luca, who technically was one year in the league over, you know, Devin. What are we, where do you stand with Luca? Is he on your hot seat, Joe, or are you going to take the position of, you know, he is what he is? I'm going to take the position and I'm going to be honest with you. I think he is what he is at this point. You know, yes, I agree with Rudy and what he said. You know, sometimes you need to give a player three seasons, maybe four, see what they really have, especially with this, you know, learning the Spurs system. Uh, but at this point, I think it is what it is, you know, and if he shows us something and he's a little bit more consistent, he can show us some numbers, you know, that he's going to put up that will make us say, maybe he's got something, you know, then. I'll be happy to eat crow, but at this point, 
I don't hate it. I don't hate the guy. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I want him to, to do great. You know, I want him to have a breakout season, but I got to be honest with you. I think he is who he is much like Lonnie. You know, I think at this point we're kind of seeing what they have, you know? You guys brought up a good point. You know, drafted at 19. I, I think I, I even I forget that he was the Spurs first pick in that uh, in that NBA draft over Kelvin Johnson. They got lucky that KJ was still sitting at 29, in my opinion. If not that mm-hmm. if not, if KJ had gone was off the board, I think that would have probably would have been as of right now, one of the worst drafts for the Spurs. But because Rudy, I think, give me if I'm wrong, I think they passed up on Halliburton as well. Halliburton was still on the board. So, um, yeah, uh, Rudy, I look at Luca and I'm I'm thinking, you know, hey, you know, he hasn't really been given a chance the way his fellow young guns have in San Antonio. We know what he can do. We've seen it, at least on the G League level. You know, he wrecked shop last year with Austin. He did. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, remember he when he remember when he get he got back to San Antonio, uh, the recall, and he did get some burn. And Popovich said, "Oh, he's done enough to earn those minutes." And then nothing happened. Do you think the coaching staff he knows where they stand with him? Because you've seen it before. R.C. Buford has all but said it's between the ears, you know, for Luca. We've heard Popovich say it's about confidence. Is it something simple as that that's going to push Luca over the edge and be that player that we hope he'll be? Yeah, I mean, the some of the best motivators in the NBA reside here right in San Antonio. I mean, Greg Popovich, one of, being one of the best coaches, if not the greatest coach in NBA history, I mean, we're talking a guy that can he can really motivate you to be a better man. Just look at the Kawhi Leonard thing. He came in, he was shy, he didn't, you know, he didn't want to lead. He didn't have that leadership quality. And look what he did in the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat. I mean, you saw Pop push him to become the player that he is today. Not saying Luke is the same type of player, but if anyone can get him to start having that Tiger mentality, it is Popovich. And it also is the assistant coach in Becky Hammond. I mean, she's a really good motivator. She was able to get, you know, her summer league team that she coached to a championship uh, to gel together and play together. I mean, there's the whole thing between Luca's head. I, I don't make, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but it goes back to the youth, man. He's not, when you're playing overseas, it's a totally different game. And that's why when I have guys overseas, it makes, to me, it's a few years before I can even get to them. He's got to build that mentality. The game is so much quicker. The game is so much more, mm-hmm. I can't really say physical. And, and, but you, would, and you would think the game would lead, lend to his abilities because, you know, he's young, he's athletic, he has the yeah. frame for it. You know, you would think that he would thrive in today's era of the NBA, uh, Rudy. Yeah, but the thing is, he's he's pretty shy right now. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want to overstep his boundary. That's what I get from him. And I think that's where Pop and, you know, Becky and RC, all these guys, even DeJounte and Derek, these guys who have been there for a while, the leaders, because remember I told you at one point, we don't know who the leader is on this team. One of these guys will step up and grab Luke and be like, you've got to do this. You've got to insert yeah. yourself. He looks so shy on the court. And that's where that whole head thing is. He's got to understand you're in the NBA for a reason. We drafted you at 19 for a reason. Get that killer instinct. You're going to be a better player. Yeah. Joe, are, are you impressed with those off-season workout videos that Luca is sharing? Or are you like, that's great, Luca, but make sure that translates to the NBA court. 
No, of course. I, I mean, I like to see everybody working out and, you know, hitting the gym and working on their game, you know, especially somebody like Luca. You know, I don't hate the kid. I'm I, I'm rooting for him. You know, I want him to do, you know, good things, great things here with us. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you you see these things happening on, on a little video and it's just in the context of a gym working out. OK, that's great. But what are you going to do in the context of a real NBA game? You know? Like yeah. we've already seen before, like they say, it's in between the ears, you know? So it's like, whatever you got to do to get yourself that mental edge, he needs to focus on that as well. You just don't focus on the body, but you always focus on the mind as well. They go hand in hand because if your body fails you, your mind can overpower that and you can be the best motivator for yourself that you can be because you get angry. You set, a, you set standards for yourself. You said, you know, hey, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I'm going to get better. I want to be better. And you're going to just push through that, you know, and I think that's where he's at right now. And maybe he's kind of hit a wall and he's looking for some motivation. You know, that's when these veterans come in for this team, you know, mm -hmm. like a, a Derek White or even a DeJounte Murray. Give the kid a call and say, hey, man, you can do this. Motivate him. Work out with him. You know, sometimes it only takes is just a little bit of encouragement. And before you know it, I mean, he'll just be out there just exuding confidence. So it's just, you know, something that he just needs to work on. But. Like I said, man, it, it, I like the videos. It's showing me that he's a hard worker. I just want to see him do that in the context of a real game. Yeah, I think this is the first time in a while we've seen him post more videos of him working out than getting tattooed. I really, I, we haven't, that's all he really was in the first three seasons. He was just photo after photo of him so getting what tattoos. Do you think, Jeff, he was just too busy getting tattooed to learn the game? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but uh we're, we're we're up against the clock here we got a few minutes left i don't want to let y'all guys go without talking about your stuff going on but quick question to you rudy and to joe i'll start off with rudy first uh mm -hmm. do you think luca is going to be a big uh portion of the spurs rotation or you think he'd probably be just getting spot minutes um uh, if if they end up moving uh, Thaddeus, then he's going to be a huge factor for the Spurs as far as minutes goes. But if they end up keeping Thaddeus throughout the season, we're going to probably see him more in spot minutes, maybe a start here or there, uh, yeah. but more spot minutes. But it'll be increased role. It'll be an increased role. What about you, Joe? I mean, he's going to have to really impress the the coaching staff, you know. So if they're going to wind up keeping Thaddeus, I mean – I don't think there's going to be a lot of minutes to go around for, yeah. for Lucas Simonich. So I think he's going to be delegated to spot play. Uh, maybe if they rest, uh, you know, certain players on certain nights, he might get the start, you know, here and there. But as far as having a consistent, uh, let's say consistent uh, minutes in the lineup, it's going to be something that he's really going to have to work for. Could he, could he do it? Of course. I think anybody can, but what is the likelihood of that actually happening? I think it's slim. So, I hate to be the Debbie Downer of the show, but <laughs> I think the kid's just going to be riding the pine pony this season. Yeah, you, there's there's a couple of guys ahead of him that, well, as of right now, could vault ahead of him. Uh, you mentioned one, Rudy uh, Thaddeus Young. You know, if he's still around, yep, he's going to get more minutes. They still got Jakob. You know, he's listed. Luca's listed as a power forward at six ten. So, you know, Eubanks is ahead of him in that that rotation. You know, who's to say that Jock Landale, you know, has, has a amazing preseason or great training camp. What if that pushes him above Luca? So Luca definitely uh, has his uh, work cut out for him and it begins in training camp in the preseason. And hopefully he does that because if not that number 19 picture looks suspect if he's still riding the pine 
going into his what third season in the NBA. Joe, are you impressed that I actually learned to use a microphone the right side way? You know, are you impressed I'm that I figured it out? We haven't had any technical difficulties, and that yes, you did learn to use the microphone the white right, right way, and nothing's caught fire or blown up yet. So kudos to you, Jeff. Rudy, I don't, I don't know if you heard, but. Um, I had a microphone that I took with me to Vegas for the summer league. Well, coming back, it, it just broke. It was just, you know, it just wasn't working. So Joe recommended a new microphone to me. I got it, you know, great reviews. Used the first time I was upset, upset. Uh, this, well, this microphone know. sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> you know, why are they giving them these reviews? Open up the manual, Rudy. Apparently I was using the microphone backwards. <laughs> oh man well you and i both have mic problems because my boom my boom stand broke right before my la- last show so uh having to hold that mic and not having the extra xlr cable to plug into the focus right that was very heavy put it that way holding the boom stand in my hand so that was that was terrible but i feel your pain man i feel your pain i i just could not and then joe's telling me you, you you used it the wrong way buddy i was like oops it just it just felt so so dumb backwards. I used a microphone backwards. But shout Joe, out to it's that central casting, man. I'm sorry. I said yeah, I pulled tie and tight but got a kick out of it like always. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Rudy, just real quick before I let, before I start letting you go, are you shocked that no spur has a 90 or above rating on NBA 2K22? No, man, I'm not shocked at all, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> I think the highest rated is DeJounte at 86, I think. He's the highest. Yeah, 86, 87. Yeah. The highest ranked yeah. rated spur last year was DeMar DeRozan at, I think, at 87, 86, around there. So um, you could just and assume that. And he's a 90 in Chicago. I mean, my goodness. Oh my it just wonders what happens when you leave the Spurs, huh? Your ratings go up. Um, yeah. Rudy, tell us once again about Sweep the League. What is going on over there? Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we're live every Wednesday night. Uh, we're doing our NFL uh, preview shows now, so you can catch them every Wednesday night all across social media. It's called Sweep the League. Uh, we're on from 7 to 8. We also have our fantasy countdown show every Sunday from 10 to 11. And like I mentioned earlier, we've got some pretty big news coming on Friday. Hopefully Friday uh, we'll be able to release some news out uh, that it's expanding to an even bigger market per se. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to get that news and I'll share it with you, Jeff, as soon as I get it. Hopefully, hopefully. Good luck to you, man. I hope everything goes well. Well, it will go well and you'll get a wider audience. And uh, will you be retelling us stories about your party days? Uh, yes, I definitely will. As of uh, October 1st, I'm going to have to see if my, my old job will take me back because apparently OnlyFans is closing down or something. Oh, no. <laughs> you need to All tell right. me the stories of Vegas and bowling. <laughs> oh, God, oh we got to tune uh, into that too, Rudy. Yeah, please tell us <laughs> of that one sweep the league when you launch it. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's going to be a premium part, so you got to pay for that. Oh, well, well, you got to pay extra for that. All right, Joe, <laughs> two shots podcast. What is going on on your end? Well, hopefully this week we can record a, a new episode with me, you, Pledger, and uh, uh, the two the two one zero fantasy god, you know. Oh, so yeah, Michael Jimenez, yes, Michael Jimenez. So that's going to be fun. So look for that to hopefully drop sometime this week. Uh, always a good time to to talk with Pledger because I I like the way he 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 gets the fire going. You know, 
That he does. That he does. Guys, am I, am I the only one who's impressed, too, with the portrayal of Red Hood in the new season of Titans? I haven't oh, hell seen no. it that's, that's an amazing portrayal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's not spoil it for Joe, but Joe, yeah, you would not, not be disappoined. Well, I, I, I've no. been here, so I plan on watching them when I get some free time here. And do you think the Eternals are going to do well, uh, Rudy? you think it's going to be a, a I, hit? I had very, very low expectations for it going in. But yes, I think it's going to be a really big movie for them. Joe, you're on the fence, right? No, man. I, I know it's going to be a stinker, dude. It's It looks what? bad. <laughs> it already looks bad. It's boring. When the movie comes out, you're going to be upset, Jeff, because you actually spent money to go see it. And you're going to come out angry just like you did with... Uh, the last jedi oh no that that <laughs> i don't know we're not going there we're not gonna go there at all <laughs> we, first of all we don't have time that's what the big reason well, but uh yeah we're done talking we want to hear from you what do you think about uh the hot seat who has the hottest of the hot seats is it lonnie walker or is it lucas Samanit heading into next season and subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can even tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Spurs. It's that simple to catch every episode of Locked On Spurs. And as always, we're going to try to keep cranking these out in the doldrums of the NBA offseason. It's going to be tough. Hopefully you'll stick around and uh, enjoy the ride until the new season begins. But for Rudy, party animal, compost, and Joe, hater of the Eternals, Garcia. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.